Danta Narayaniti Namane, Shri Krishna Lila Katane Sidaksham, Adaya Maduya Kunaishi Uktam, Brahmrenyam Purushan Mahantam, Nainam Tam Sarasanamami, Omikana Chatanam Dasya, Jananjana Shatakaya, Chakshuru Maditam Nam Tasmai Shi, Gurave Namaha. So this is uh, a very auspicious day of uh, of uh, Ram's uh, Ram Nomi, and uh, today we've been you know hearing so many of the pastimes of uh, Lord Ramachandra, and uh, these things are very heart wrenching. I know Shri Guru Dev uh, would be very emotional speaking about. Lord Ram and Sita and Hanuman and the various pastimes. And uh, it is, you know, quite an amazing uh, pastime in the sense that uh, that in this um, incarnation that of showing uh, Mayada the etiquette and uh, morality and uh, to the utmost is seen in in, uh, in Lord Ram, and, you know. Versus you know Krishna's uh, pastimes in Vrindavan, how he was uh, you know always telling lies and stealing butter and uh, so many different things. But in Ram's incarnation, the impeccable uh, morality and and uh, etiquette and everything else is just uh, is uh, amazing and how he set you know such an amazing standard and uh, starting out uh, you know right from the beginning of his life um, and how the uh, the different brothers were in the Gurukula had of uh, uh, Vashishta and how they had uh, learned all the various skills for living in the jungle and uh, art of morality and of weapons and all these different things and how um, even when um, we're discussing even this morning how when uh, the uh, Vashishta came and uh, asked uh, Dasarath for Ram and Lakshman to, to fight these different powerful demons and uh, how he was very reluctant and even had sent uh, Satrugan and, uh, and Bharat first and, and then when he found out that they were actually Satrugan and Bharat he sent them back um, and uh, demanded that uh, he send Ram and Lakshman and how, uh, and after this, killing so many of the demons and the, the, who were disturbing the fire jagas of uh, the sages and the rishis, he um, went on to uh, the swayambar of Sita. And as we know, the pastime of him, you know, breaking the bow, and uh, how Parshuram had appeared at that time, and how. Uh, he had uh, humbled Lord, you know, Parshuram, and at the end of the uh, breaking of the bow, 
ceremony and one sita. And then after this, we we see how um, you know the part of the pastime of of uh, Kaikei, how. Um, uh, and we were also discussing this morning how uh, Ram had come to Kaikei early. You know, like Marge was saying, how Kaikei had actually made the ultimate sacrifice, in the sense that. Kaikei had, Ram had come to Kaikei and said that, you know, later in life I'm going to ask you to take these two boons from my father to make Bart the king and banish me to the forest for, uh, for 14 years. And, uh, and I want you, regardless of your feelings, I want you to do this because of, we know of the past times that Ram had uh, incarnated to, you know, kill Robin and uh, rescue Sita and like that so you know Kaikei had reluctantly agreed to it and so later on so Maris was pointing out that she she had actually made the ultimate sacrifice because later Bard re would refuse to even call her mother and uh, and this was and she had to take a lot of the blame for what had happened and so then as we know after this that uh, um, uh, the pastime, part of the pastime where Ram was, you know, banished to the forest, how Kaikei had in, asked for these boons and Ram went and then uh, Robin had stolen Sita when they were in the forest and then the other pastime of, of uh, Serpanak having coming and wanting Ram and having her nose cut off and uh, and then Ram came and stole Sita and at which time Hanuman uh, came in part of the pastime where he was they had found the jewels that Sita had dropped and uh, and he had assisted Ram in killing uh, uh, the killing of Bali actually happened also there and the and as we we know how uh, uh, there was a great you know the great battle that went on and how uh, which is amazing to me is how you know after uh, you know they made the bridge across the the ocean how the rocks had floated and. Uh, went through great endeavor to bring Sita back and even how Hanuman had gone back and forth and seen, con been in contact with Sita and uh, and after all this and after even winning the battle and fighting so many demons and how Hanuman had brought in uh, even Govardhan started bringing Govardhan to help with the bridge and it ended up setting it down here in Brudge but even after all of this, when they brought Sita back, then Ram had said, okay, you have to prove your purity by entering the fire. And it was uh, very touching for a lot of people that even after such a huge endeavor of, uh, of trying to find Sita and then getting Sita and this, like, just a massive, massive battle of, uh, of uh, fighting these demons and different uh, Things even at one point, Raman Lakshman had been tied up in the uh, I think the Brahmasta, the snake weapon, 
And Ram, Ravan uh, Hanuman had to bring uh, special subjavini herbs or something from the uh, Himalayas and he ended up uh, bringing the whole mountain. But, and even after bringing Sita back and finally she was reunited in uh, with Ram and Ayodhya and everything else and then that, the part of the pastime where the, the washerman was uh, uh, criticizing and even just on the small thing that Ram actually uh, banished Sita and even as uh, Maharaj had pointed out this morning how um, uh, like Lakshman had always always obeyed Ram he had never ever questioned anything he ever said except for when he was told to uh, take Sita to the forest to the jungle and to uh, and just to leave her there and uh, and at that point he did, there was some back and forth with Ram and eventually he did do it, which is very, very, you know, touching after so much uh, that Sita had been through. And then we know how she was pregnant with uh, Love and Kush and how they were brought up in uh, Valmiki's ashram. And... Uh, and at some point how they had come back into the city and sung the glories of Sita and Sita came back and again they wanted to test Sita and uh, at this point she just uh, ended up entering into the earth and uh, shortly after that um, the pastime of Durvasa how he had come and wanted to see Ram and, and uh, long, and Lakshman ended up getting banished and he entered the river and left and then shortly after that Ram also left but uh, it's a very um, very very amazing pastime very heart-wrenching pastime <laughs> First of all, I my Thousands of times, Lord, to see the 
Today, by Kota's mercy of Sri Guru Padapadma and the Vaishnavas, we are celebrating Sri Ram Navami. This is the Avirbhakti, the appearance day of Sri Mariyada Purushottam, Sri Ramachandra. As long as, as well as Lakshman Bharat Satrugna. As we know, the Valmiki in his Ramayan, he has described how the four Vedas, they each have come as the four, as Ram, Lakshman, Bharat and Satrugna. And Ram's avatar is not any ordinary. We know that Ram is Paravasta avatar. And just like Sachinandan Gaurhari comes once in the day of Brahma, during that Kalpa which Mahaprabhu appears, in that same Kalpa is when Krishna he appears and also Ram appears. So those incarnations are also equally special and rare. Ram is Mariyada Purushottam, Krishna is Leela Purushottam and Chaitanya Mahavir is Prem Purushottam. So Ramachandra, he came to establish Mariyada. What is proper etiquette and behavior, proper, proper moral conduct for all. Vaishnavas, Guru Parvanda is speaking, Brahmayana is actually very, very big. It's very, 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 so many hundreds and thousands of verses. But ultimately, the essence of that Ramayana we can hear. Guru Padapadma used to explain Ramakatha in such a way that no one would explain like this. Ordinary people they know, Kaikeyi to be, she who asked for these benedictions and sent Ram to the forest. And she was the cause of Dasarath Maharaj's passing away. And even Bharat Maharaj himself, even Bharat himself rejected Kaikeyi. But Guru Parapadma has extensively glorified the frame of Kaikeyi. <clears throat> and there are so many histories. We know that Kaikeyi, she is the daughter of Kaikeya Maharaj in present day Afghanistan, that area. So we know that Dasadat Maharaj, when he was traveling, he came to the kingdom of Kaikeya, Maharaj Kaikeya. And that time, Kaikeya Maharaj, Kaikeya Maharaj engaged Kaikeya in the service of Dasadat Maharaj. And he engaged her in his service. She served so nicely and everything so paka, very beautiful. Then Dasarath Maharaj was very impressed. And he wanted to take Kaikeya's hand in marriage. During those times, it was common for Kshatriyas to accept many wives. Dasarath Maharaj actually had 360 wives. He wanted to have a son. But he was unable to get any son. So Kaikeya Maharaj first he refused, he thought, how can I give my daughter in marriage to you? You have so many wives, so many queens, she'll become just any ordinary queen. And then um, Kaikeya Maharaj said, I'll, on one condition, whoever is the son of my, son, whoever becomes the son of my daughter, she, he will have to become the king. So Dasarath Maharaj, he was very happy. He agreed, he said, yes, of course, because he was thinking, till date I have no, I have not, been able to have any son and if Kaikeyi gives me a son then what what could be a greater source of joy than this so I thought definitely if her son is born then I'll he will <coughs> I'll make her make him the king so Dasarath Maharaj gave this promise to Maharaj Kaikeya then Kaikeya was married to, to Dasarath Maharaj and was brought back to the kingdom and 
in general, that time we know that Ravan and many Rakshasas, they are, Ravan, he is the son of who? This uh, Vishrava Muni, who is, the, who is the son of Pulastarishi, who is the son of Brahma. So, and Vibhishan, Ravan and Kumbhakarna, three brothers, they all did austerities and they all received different benedictions. But Raman was very demoniac by nature. We know here Jayan Vijay, Kumbhakarna and Ravan, Jayan Vijay, swam the Bhagavatam. So, due to their influence, the Rakshasa demoniac influence was increasing on Prithvi. So, Maharaj Dasarath, the rishis and the sages, they had approached Maharaj Dasarath. And he promised them, don't worry, I'll protect. I'll protect the kingdom. You can perform your tapasya, your bhajan, everything here in the kingdom. Don't worry, I will help. I will secure, make sure that you are protected. So, Dasarath Maharaj, he had so many responsibilities. But he thought without a son, how will the lineage continue? And he was in this way very, very worried. So, <coughs> we know that Vaishnavas have told this katha that how there was, there was two, there was one Rishi and her, his wife, they were both blind. They had this son, Shravan Kumar. So, Dasarath Maharaj in his youth, he, he was still young, young at that time, young king. He was hunting. And he was practicing the, he knew the art of the Shabdavari. I know how to shoot the arrow just based on the sound. So it happened that it was a hot season during the May, June. Then the, the two Rishi, Rishi told their son Shavan Kumar, go fetch us some water. He was always serving his parents because they were blind, they without him, they couldn't do much. So he would assist them and help them in every way. So he went to the water to collect the water in a pot. And that time Dasadat Maharaj, he heard a sound and he shot his arrow. And then he went to see and he heard a sound. Oh, I have been hit, I have been hit. Then he realized, oh, this is not any animal, I have hit somebody. Then he went there and he saw this Rishi Kumar, this Shavan Kumar, he was bleeding there, dying. Then Dasadat Maharaj was weeping himself, what have I done, what have I done? And he, he realized he was helpless to do anything to save this boy's life. Then that Shavan Kumar, he made one promise, oh, my parents are very, very, oh, they're in the older age, they're very, very thirsty, it's very hot, please take this water and give it to them. He made Dasarad Maharaj promise. So he promised, and this way he took the water and he, was, he returned back to the two Rishis. That time it was very hot, and the Rishis were blind, they, they only heard some sound, someone was coming, so they began asking, oh, Shavan Kumar, is that you? You are coming. Where are you? But Dasarat Maharaj, he couldn't say anything. He couldn't speak a word because he was so, um, feeling so sad and shocked that he had killed their son, so ashamed. And they were kept on saying, oh, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you speaking? Come forward. Do you have you brought the water? And then Dasarat Maharaj, he came close and he finally said, oh, I am not Shravan Kumar. I am not your son. I am Dasarat Maharaj. Immediately they understood something had happened. They asked, where is he? What have you done with him? Then Dasarad Maharaj, he was, said, I've killed your son by accident. Then they began weeping and there was so much in shock that the wife, the mother of Shamakumar, she, she gave her, left of her body. Hearing that her son had died, she left her body. Then the father, he 
told Dasarath Maharaj, oh, you do not know what it is like to lose a son. So I, we curse you that you will also, the same, same pain and same suffering, separation that we are feeling now from our son, you will also die in, in separation from your own son. And in this way, saying these words, then he entered into Agni Samadhi. He burnt his own body to ashes. When Dasarath Maharaj heard this, instead of becoming very sorry and wonderful, then he became actually secretly inside happy. He thought, oh, they have cursed me that I will die from separation from my son. That means I, will be, I am guaranteed to have a son. This was a dilemma in his first place, that he was unable to receive any son. Then he thought this now, oh, that means I will definitely, son will soon will come to me. And he thought, oh, I, I'll, just like what it means for a father and mother to die in separation from son, it means also in my old age, then I'll die in separation from my son. He's thinking like this. So he came back to the kingdom, and he didn't tell anyone about this history. Then we know then the Vaishnava told this katha about Shringi Rishi. He's born from a deer. Before he had two horns on his head, small horns. And his father was a great rishi, only staying in the forest, always in his father's association, never seen, it, never talking, never seeing anyone from the outside world, only doing tapasya and doing their his sarambhajan there. Then Dasarat Maharaj, he was told that if you, were to, if you want to have a son, then you need to call this Shringi Rishi. He is pure. If he does a yagya, by his purity, rain, prosperity, everything will come to the kingdom, also you will get a son. So I thought, how will I bring this Shringi Rishi? He's doing tapasya in the forest. He'll never come to the city. Why Gita says, city is like tamasik. Village is like rajasik, the forest is sattvik. Sadhusanga is nirgun. How, why would the Rishi come to this city, this tamasik place? He's thinking, the only way we have to buy some of a hook by cook bring him. Then he called all the prostitutes in the kingdom. We know this katha. And he said, I will give you half my kingdom or give you so much wealth and so many things, whoever brings this rishi. And the chief of the prostitutes, she went there with her companions and we heard they began, they presented themselves like rishi kumars in the forest and they put so many different sweets and things here on the, the bark of the trees and here and there. Shringi rishi used to eat the bark of the tree, eat the dry leaves, all these things. This used to be his food. So then when he started eating these sweets that were put on the trees, then he thought, oh, very sweet, very nice. But eating this, their food, then he became, his mind became covered. Then they presented themselves to him and brought them, brought them into the ashram. And he began spending his day and night with them, associating them. They used to sing very nicely, speak sweet, all nice things. He was having nice association. And he started losing his interest to do his meditation, everything. Then finally, the prostitutes said, oh, we are going to go back to our place. Why don't you come with us? Then he finally agreed. Then I read like this, that they actually, they, their ashram was on a big boat on a river. So when then he came on that boat in the ashram, then the, they came down the river and they came back to, to the Sarayu, came to Ayodhya. So then this way he was brought. Then Dasarath Maharaj welcomed him and requested him to do yagya. Then Shringi Rishi, he performed this yagya. And as we know, as the, he, four part, the fruit of the yagya, the kir, was then given to Dasadar Maharaj. He said, you feed this to your queens, then you will get a son. So then, 
Half of it was given to Kaushalya and half of it was given to Kaikeyi. These are two of the principal queens of Dasarad Maharaj. Then Kaushalya and Kaikeyi, they are feeling very uh, sorry for Sumitra. So they each gave half of their portion to her. So then the three queens, when they took this kir, then Ram was born for Kaushalya, Bharat to Kaikeyi, and Lakshman and Satrugna was born to Sumitra. In this way, these four brothers, they appeared on this day. Maharaj Dasarad. And this is how this sets the foundation of the set, setting for the Ramayam. And then we know there are so many, so many katas, so many th beautiful things about how this all takes place, the benedictions, also Ram and Sita, unlimited kata. So Hari Ananta, Hari Kata Ananta. Tosijasya said, there's no limit, there's no end to the glories of of this of Ram's Katha. But ultimately we know that because the Vaishnava said, then we know that one day Ram, he called his mother, Kaikai, and said, Oh, I want to ask something from you. Then Ram Kaikai was she loved Ram more than her own son Bharat. Then this Ram Kaikai said, Yes, whatever you want, whatever you desire, I'll give you that. Then Ram said that I want you to Oh, then what happened is that once in a, when Dasarat Maharaj, he was fighting in a battle. It happened that Dasarat Maharaj, he was shot and he fell unconscious. And also the wheel, the axle on his, the, the spoke in the wheel of the chariot broke. So then Kaikei, what she did, she was the charioteer of Dasarat Maharaj. She's a Kshatriyani. She, so she was, had armor, weapons, everything. So then she took the reins. She somehow drove the chariot away out of safely, but with putting her finger in the spoke of the wheel, she kept the wheel on the chariot. And with one hand drove, and one hand she was keeping the chariot, the wheel in place. And she took Dasarat Maharaj to safety. Dasarat Maharaj was known as Dasarat, ten chariots. He used to fight so fiercely, it would seem like he was attacking from ten directions. When Dasarat woke up, then he realized that Kaikeya had been so expert that she had saved him in the battle, then he had offered her two benedictions. One for driving her, him out of the battle, and one for fixing the wheel. Then she said, oh, I don't want this chariot, these benedictions, because my service to you is my dharma. This is my, I'm your dharma patni. I'll do anything for you. Then he said, no, I'm pleased. You must take these benedictions. She said, okay, I'll take them. I'll, I'll ask them another time. So Ram told Kaike, remember your, your fa my father had offered you two benedictions. He said, yes. He said, I want you to ask these benedictions. He said, why? He said, because this is my pastime. This is my lila. I want you to ask two things. One, I want you to ask that Bharat should be made king. And two, I want you to ask that I be sent to the forest for 14 years, exile. Then Kaikeyi was shocked and she was completely, she couldn't say anything. She said, how, how can I ask these things? I'll never ask these things. But Ram said, no, you promised me, you must. You promised that you would ask, you would do what I say. This is my desire, you must ask these things. You'll have to make yourself very strong. You'll have to ask these things because this is very necessary. Because Ram, he knows, the Vaishnava explained that Raghu, um, <clears throat> this Raghukula Riti Sada Chale Ai, Pran Jai Par Vachanana Jai. The word, they'll give up their life, but they'll not break their word. Their integrity, their honesty is everything. So he, Ram knew that my father had promised to Kaikeya Maharaj that Kaikeya would become the son. Kaikeya's son, Bharat, would be the king. But now already he is secretly making arrangements for Ram to be the king. And second, also, 
He had promised to protect all the rishis and all the sages and everything in the kingdom, but he is neglecting this duty. Now he is only in this staying here and he is not performing his duty in this way, only absorbed in enjoying his life with his sons and family. So Ram thought this, I cannot tolerate that this kalank, this contamination or this, uh, this criticism will come on my father. Therefore, in order to assist my father, I'm going to have to ask these benedictions. And ultimately also, this Guhak Raja, Vibhishan, Hanuman, Jambavan, Sugriv, all these are parikas, all these associates of Ram who are waiting. When will Ram come? When will I, when will I meet with my Prabhu, my Lord? So Ram also, he had to go see all his servants, his friends. So then for so many reasons, and many other reasons also, also to appear Yuga Dharma, to liberate Jai Vijay, so many reasons. Then this Ram Lila had to take place, and therefore then Kaikei, she made her heart very hard, and then she asked Dasarat Maharaj for these two benedictions. So this kata is very beautiful, very, very long also, but just praying to Guru Parman and Vaishnava that we may always remain under their guidance and hear these katas from them, then we may one day realize something. Stiti with the bhaktas. So Sri Ram. In Ayodhya, he appeared. As everyone knows this. Why did he appear in Ayodhya? There is so much vichar in the Shastras. If he asks Rishi Marshis, then they will answer. Because we are very proud, we don't wish to know the real reason for Ram's appearance, thinking who is Ram. He may be just another incarnation like Vara or Narsinga, saying, oh, we just wish to uh, be uh, happy. Wish God, what do we have to do with Ram Lakshman or Shatrugna? Very selfish world. Is he? What can we hope to achieve in this world? Now this one is very ignorant, very foolish. Do not wish to try to know who Ram really is. So in the Shastras, it is said. That in uh, Satyug, one he performs Dhyan and Treta he performs Yakyas and Dapar Archam and Kali Harikirtan. Mm. So one wants to be happy. 
and Vishishth make others happy as well. Then in Satyug, the process was Dhyan. To control the mind and senses. And then one meditates on Sri Bhagavan. And then by Dhyan, one makes Bhagavan appear in his heart. Then one will very happily pass his life. Or else if one doesn't meditate on Prabhu, then the person whom you are meditating on, that person's qualities will appear in your heart and will destroy you. Bhagavan is the guardian of the world. If you don't remember Bhagavan, meditate on him. Then how can we be benefited? So therefore it has been said. Then Satyug, this uh, provision has been made to meditate on Vishnu. That by sadhana everything is had. And in Tretaya, when Tretayu came, then uh, this dhyan is very difficult. Because Instead of meditating on Bhagavan, one will meditate on this world and all the people of this world. This is very natural. One, even if he doesn't desire, still, these demons, these Rakshasas, Asuras, and all these other living entities, they appear within our mind. We cannot remove them from our minds. We're not capable. We try. We, t- we try to bring uh, Prabhu in our hearts for at least a little time. We cannot do so. So therefore, in Dreta, this Yekya, by Yekya, Sri Hari was worshipped. So what kind of Yekyas? So Bhagavan, he says, that I am the ultimate beneficiary of all the Yekyas. That one doesn't perform yagya for myself and he performs yagya for his own self, then he's only parting sin. So one wants to perform yagya and wants to, he has to worship yagya shri hari. Then first of all, he'll have to offer himself in this yagya. Offer his senses. The mind and senses are very powerful. As long as we do not offer them in shri hari's seva, then the senses, they are very independent and they will make us fall from the path of bhakti and being uh, controlled by various kinds of diseases, suffering then one cannot be be free from this body, mind and senses and then you will have to go and suffer in hell because of this mind and senses because in this world already one is suffering and then again one will have to go to hell and suffer there as well because one has to suffer according to one's own karma Therefore, Yagyasya Sri Hari, this gift has to be offered to him. So in the Yagya, each of the senses should be offered as a gift. If you can offer them as a gift for Yagyasya Sri Hari, then that which has been offered to Sri Hari, Sri Hari himself will uh, look after that person. He has that uh, capability, he is competent, 
ही कैन मेक दैट विच इज इनके इम्पॉसिबल पॉसिबल पॉसिबल इम्पॉसिबल वाइस Yeah. 
He was very strong, very powerful yogi. In his ashram, he had these uh, cows, and he had all these students, disciples. They were all there, and every day they would uh, worship Shri Hari, performing a kiss. So there, when they came there, Indra, what did he do? And then you see, Vikram, in Brahma Murta, he went. Rishi would bathe in the Ganga every day in the morning, and he would come back to return for Yajna. But then what did Indra do? He entered inside, and he uh, polluted his wife. Yes, because a wife is one who helps the husband follow dharma, and the wife herself is very dirty. Then if she is, then how is she following dharma? Then if she is actually following adharma, covered dharma. Because if one's wife is met, is polluted, then her intelligence becomes spoiled. Then you see, Ailya turned into a stone. And then Indra also was cursed. That by his cursing, then Indra he therefore the sadhu santas, the rishi maharshis, wherever they're performing tapasya, there all these demons, demigods, Gandharvas, Kinars, Yakshas, they all come there. Tal, Betal, all these different uh, beings come there to make him fall from this path of bhajan, bhakti, to make him lose his vitality. But Maharshi Gautam, he then left his wife, turned her into a stone. Now there was no question of any association with his wife. So again he started worshipping Sri Ram. Shihari by Zekya. And meanwhile, in the entire world, rain, there was no rain anymore. There was no food, there was no water. There was no Rishimarshis, there was no grass for the cows. The Rishimarshis had nothing. If there was no even grass for the cows, then how would they give ghee? How would they give milk? And how would ghee, and how could ghee be had by this milk? Then how could this ghee be used? All these fire sacrifices. When they tried worshiping Shri, even the fire could not be lit in the first place. So then they all surrendered to Gautam Rishi, and they said, "Oh, Maharshi, give us shelter." And then, on the pretext of accepting shelter, they all came there because Gautam Rishi's ashram was very nice. There was no shortage of water, food, rice, nothing, clothes. There was no shortage of anything because Gautam Rishi was very strong. He left, renounced Azad Sangha. So in all the rishis, they asked that, that we worship Shagrasha Shriyari, but still the fire is not being lit. What is the reason? Here you see near Ashram, we have everything. All the disciples, they are also very happy here. We are also very happy here. Many millions of them came there. And then, because there was a great famine outside, everyone was suffering so much. So I asked, what is the reason? Then Gautam Rishi, he said, 
uh, we are also anyhow we just part of the ashram so no harm no need to go for katha and kirtan but what will happen then they don't come for katha and kirtan then they will also degrade others then one who learned worship shri in this way then he will what will he do along with degrading himself he will degrade others as well because an idol mind is devil's workshop no so guru will not say anything saying oh i'll be silent and you be silent so in this way gautam rishi he didn't care he say he even turned his own wife into a stone saying already become a stone and then in indra also he cursed him that all your body should be afflicted by this female reproductive organ so this way he was very strong so he cursed indra this way so then these rishis they were enjoying nicely but then then they saw that there was so much rain and there was so much grass everywhere so they said oh gautam rishi now we'll go back to our temples but gautam rishi said don't go now it's just rain now so grass is just sprouted now there's so many worms there just go later he said many dangerous insects everywhere he said no no you stayed for many days here now we're indebted to you now can we be free ourselves of your debt now we cannot serve you so we'll just leave so start making many excuses and gautam rishi said just be patient he said stay for some time here because in gautam rishi's ashram everyone have to come to the yagya and worship and and uh, and during evening after the final offering then they have to take the remnants of that yagya means they have to honor mahaprasad then they have by and then by honoring that mahaprasad they will maintain their bodies or else not that they go to the forest and just pluck some fruits and eat whatever they can find there and so on. some roots and fruits and then be happy and enjoying or just drink milk milking any cow like here you see sometimes they're going to this uh, hotel they're going to the market they're going to the shop and they're bringing many mangoes and they hide in their room they give one or two mangoes to takurji and they eat the rest of the mangoes in their room and some is eating mango bananas grapes jam but what will you do eating so many things hiding inside your room if so if your life is meant for shri hari he has given you a place at his lotus feet he is the one who nourishes you but he's saying no i'll have to I'll look after my own self and uh, i will uh, i will make sure i look after my body that will never die but this is very bad because bhagwan he has huge eyes he knows this is his creation you look after this creation but then if you take but then if you look if you say oh i look after my own self oh let me see saying who are you i am everything so this is very demonic mentality so the rishis then they saw that oh gautam rishi will not let us leave now so one day gautam rishi went in the morning so what did they do then there was one uh, cow they made from maya very old cow and they put this cow in front of gautam rishi and gautam rishi told this cow please make some way i'll go bathe in the ganga is brahma murta i'll come back i have to do many mantras 
the cow was, was a very weak now only had bones and even the cow dung was very thin means very weak cow so then he just like uh, took one a kushagras from his ass and he just touched the cow so kindly move aside and so he touched the cow the cow started trembling and just fell to the ground and all the other rishi marshi said oh, gautam rishi is a cow killer is a cow killer that is a cow killer now this ashram is very impure and let's go and they all left and ran away then gautam rishi was saying what has happened here and he said this cow had died now but then he was thinking where is the corpse where is the dead cow i don't see the body anywhere also then he realized oh this is just some maya when he started meditating then he realized that they made this cow out of this maya then he said he said those people who just like uh, no they make allegations for no reason so when you make some allegation baselessly then you lose all your tapasya you lose all your mantra shakti your mantras will never have because you're lying and you're making allegations baselessly no it's like uh, someone is looking after you and then helping you then you're ungrateful and then they say also criticize then you say many things not that oh, gautam rishi he looked after us and then this uh, yagya was started and then hari was worshiped and then yageshwari got so much nice rain fruits and flowers and everything he made the ashram very nice but they were not grateful what was the result when they left the ashram and they went when you see the disciples how did they become they all became demons and then they had no relationship with their guru at the time there was matanga rishi guru of shabri agast rishi bharadwaj rishi so matang rishi was in his ashram and his ashram was very nice very beautiful place there was shimuk parvat kishkinda and pampasarovar near by this huge ashram on the banks of tungabhadra river the dorashi would perform yagyas there like one day bali he was fighting and then he took one demon and threw him in his side is rishi in matang rishi's ashram and matang rishi he told bali that person who is throwing these dead bodies inside body polluting the whole place then if he ever comes in here then he will die immediately he cursed bali so that time what happened so and they saying this rishi has become very strong so the aim is disciples order they do then they also became a little demoniac and the rishi's ashram was very beautiful and there the sabri devi this tribal lady every day she would uh, collect wood and she would stay outside somewhere at a distance she would collect fruits and flowers and she would keep near the ashram because she could not enter inside the ashram she was a tribal lady tribal woman so she was saying who is keeping this place very clean who is uh, bringing these fruits and flowers leaving it here who is collecting this dry wood she started looking everywhere 
there is all the tribal lady so on the table sir this tribal lady she 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 sits at a distance and she listens to all this katha under is spoken from a distance so on the rishi he said that you can come and listen to hari katha here you doing so much seva so then uh, sabri when she came there then the other devotees became very upset then they said oh why is she come here we not stay here anymore how do how can she stay here either she live or we live and he said we am not your disciple if you want to accept discipline then you stay here or else you can go where we feel like you can leave Yeah, he didn't let even one of them stay there in the ashram because he was not there uh, follower they like, listen to what they whatever they say no that they could control him and he said oh you can go from here then but where they where would they go because where would they go their demons so how could they be protected from these demons and then they gave uh, that ashram to sabri and matangarishi becomes of dhyan and he told sabri that you serve the ashram vasis and bhagwan himself will appear here in kithi darshan he'll uh, eat from your own hands and he'll give you full mercy and then he'll make you then he'll show people who's pure and who's impure because the disciples had some doubt thing where did he give uh, shelter to ma to uh, sabri dekho idhar gotam ji ghar mein and here guruji had given this blessing to sabri also the ram ko and give darshan राक्षसल He said, "No yoga should be performed anywhere." As soon as any smoke would be seen from yoga, then they become very scared. Oh, we lose all our shakti because the rule of the yoga is that wherever this uh, sound of this uh, offering oblations goes, then those people laugh for themselves in this yoga. This is the meaning of performing the yoga. And wherever the smoke of this yoga is going. then if the smoke touches one also it is very pure purifies one so therefore they say we will not perform these yagyas and at that time asta bharwadwaj and they also are meditating on shri bhagwan that if you don't appear here then who will if you don't cure the shivas then they won't let us perform any yagyas not be any not be able to perform any tapasya because the yoga dharma for tritas yakya and the yakya is not able to do anything nothing else will work so at that time so shringarishi he was called 
and Maharaja Dasharat, he asked, this yajna be performed. So Dasharat Maharaj, he went to uh, Kannamuni's ashram. There he saw that the Maharshi would meditate underneath a mango tree and it had four branches. He would chant all his mantras underneath each of these branches. And then each of these branches, they would give these, uh, one branch would give uh, a mango flower. And then when you sit underneath another branch, there, he performed yagyas for Bhagavan, and there a fruit would appear from the branch. And from the third branch, when he would do uh, stasati to please Sri Hari, then, then a very ripened mango would appear. And the fourth branch, when he would uh, offer whatever he could find to Yagyasa Sri Hari, then he'd say a very ripened mango there. And he'd take this, eat mangoes, and he'd offer to Sri Bhagavan. And then he would offer the remnants to any guests who would come. So at the time, Dasharat Maharaj, came there to Kanmamuni's ashram. And they started praying to this Maharaj. Saying, oh, I don't have any children. My, I don't have a son. So we'll continue my family line. And he said, oh, have you not, how would you think if you're not taking responsibility for the welfare of any Rishi Marshis? Because the king, his duty, his duty to look after the Rishi Marshis, Tapasi Sadhus. Look after them in all ways. Or else, if you don't have that blessings, then uh, even you lose your kingdom also, what to speak of having another son. Because how have you become a Kshatriya Raja? And uh, if you don't worship Yageshwar Sri Hari, then, uh, then in, you see in your kingdom no one even discusses the Ved Vedanta. So first of all, the Veda has four, Rig, Rig Sam, Yajur and Atharva. So you worship the four Vedas. Every day you do listen to the recital of these Vedas and you conduct yourself according to the Shastras. Because one who listens to the Shastras but he doesn't practice in his own life, then, then he is uh, opposed to Shastras. How will he get the strength? Where will he get the strength from? So in Kandamuni, he told the Shatmaj, worship the four Vedas and then then by Yagya, you worship Yagya Shri And those who perform Yagyas, you look after them. But Maharaj Dasarat, he lost. Because he, uh, demons were attacking. Then he tried looking for Rishis everywhere, but the demons had finished them off. Because if he looked after some Brahmins, then the other Brahmins would be destroyed. Vishwamitra, he, he was a Kshatriya, he was a Rajarshi. 
but then he would lost all he would lose all his tapasya by becoming angry so he said i'm no longer by anger so like after my yagya then he said because this he could have finished the demons themselves so he told one as a sharat he have four sons he said yes give me two sons who look after my yagya who will give me the shakti then i'll be a brahmashi i said all right i'll go with you i said oh you don't have the strength to fight these demons you cannot protect your own self then how can you possibly protect others I'm a Rajarshi. Even I could not do anything until now. Even I could not control my anger until now. So, so then he said, "Give me your two sons. They will look after." And who are these two sons? He said, "Give me this Raman Lakshman." So then Dasharathi was saying, "Oh, I can I how can I give these two boys? Because what if I leave my body because of Putra Shok? Because you now I have this curse." So if Ram may go with her, I may die in separation from him. So he sent Bharat and Shatrughna. And Vishwamitra, he took Bharat and Shatrughna. So when they came near the forest, then he asked, If you go through this way, this is a shortcut. But there are many demons here. So we'll have to go past them. But if you go... then we'll have to go in a circle around the forest then we can avoid these demons so now we'll just go around the forest Bharatan Shatrughna said why should we go inside then he said oh Dasharath has cheated me he said you come with me then he went to palace and he said oh Dasharath you're trying to cheat me are you the king or Shatriya you're speaking lies whom have you who have you given to me Even Ram and Lakshman to me. Oh, these two, then I don't want them. Then Dasharath, he was thinking, oh, how can I give Ram and Lakshman away? And again he asked, should we go through here or through here? But there are many demons here. And if you go here, around the forest, then we can avoid them. Then Ram and Lakshman, why should we go around the forest? Where there is Bhagawan, why should we fear? We should be fearless. Let's go inside the forest. But Vishwamitra says, see, I cannot become angry. These demons, they will threaten me. I will remain silent, but both of you should protect me. <coughs> Because if I become angry, then I will lose my tapasya. Then again they will overpower me. So look after me, then he said, yes. Yes, we are your students. You cannot look after a guru. Then how are we students? And how are we disciples in any way? Then how can we protect you then? Like Dronacharya, once he went to the river to bathe and then there he made a crocodile appear. Then the crocodile caught him then he started, then he started shouting, help me, help me. Then... Then all the Kauravas, Duryodhan, they ran away from there. And the four Pandavas also ran away. But Arjun, he remained being. He said, Arjun, will he save me? Then he said, why not? I'm here. And he took a blade of grass and then he cut open the mouth of this crocodile. And he protected his Guru. So he said, only one disciple. He said, one moon is enough. One need is there for so many stars. 
ஸ்வயவிஷமித்ர யூஸ் ஈட்டோல் ராமன் லக்ஷ்மன் தாரகாஷி கேம் தேர் ஜன்மசிரிஷி See in the best woman, he had no relationship with his senses and he would only chew on dry bark of the trees. He had no relationship with his mind senses. So if such a mantra drashtar rishi cannot perform this yagya, then how the yagya be successful? So then he had to bring Shringa rishi and he called all the Vaishyas and he said, I'll give you half my kingdom if you can anyhow bring this boy here to me. He said, oh no, I'm going to bring him anyhow. because see bhojan if if you give some nice rasgullas then you see kya hoga pata then if you're always giving all these sweets and all these things then you see you'll have to bear the consequences bhagwan will not appear if you eat rasgulla bhagwan will not appear allah will appear then kudrat allah will appear not bhagwan if you eat rasgulla So then he bought Rasgullas, Kirmon, Rabri, all these different seeds. And when he would bite on the bark of these trees, there were all these weeds there. And then he went there. And then he went and sat on top of the tree. He went to eat the bark. And there he saw the bark was very dry. But now it's so sweet. And then he found one more sweet, one more sweet. And these weeds were very soft. And he's saying they're full of so much rasa. And meanwhile, what did he see? There he saw some ladies singing very sweetly and they were playing on many instruments. And he said, where have these ladies come from? He said, which ashram are you from? Then they said, oh, our guru is staying right here. Because the old lady who was the leader, she dressed herself as a sadhu. And she had dressed in saffron cloth. So then they brought her there. And then they gave him nice juice, nice water, sweet water. They, nice, they loved him nicely. And so, they, they gradually, they overpowered him. Now he was theirs now. And then they took him and they left. And when they reached the border, Then it started raining so much and the conches started blowing and the fire was lit. And all the Rishi Mahashis came to receive Shingirishi. And he said, Oh Maharaj Dasharat, Shingirishi has come. Then the king, he bought the Shingirishi. And as soon as Yegyo started, then Yegyo Shri he appeared in four forms. Because he had uh, studied the four Vedas. And then the Chaturvya appeared to protect the Ikea. 
and all the Rishi Marshis, Brahmashis, Tapasis, they appear. Egashiri appeared there. And right there, this uh, Amrit of the Kheer was given. So to you give this uh, Kheer to, that person, Bhagavan himself appeared there. So then he gave this Kheer to Kai Kai. And he said, Kaushala is but elder than Kai Kai. So I'll give her a little as well. And he gave half and half. Kaushala and Kai Kai. Then Kai Kai also, she, they loved Sumitra also, both of them. So they again gave half and half to Sumitra. So she received two halves. And Kai Kai didn't, they didn't know that they, uh, each didn't know that given. And we say, they didn't say anything. Sumitra, what would she do? She only served Kai Kai and Koshali, but still she received it. Because Bhagwan when he comes, he needs his sevaks. So Ram, Sevak, Lakshman and Bharat also had needed Sevak, then Shatrugna came. So on this day, in Avadpuri, Nayodhya, they appeared in the Pond Shringirishi there. Dashat Maharaj had taken, he had an adopted daughter, Shanta. So he had her married to Shringirishi. And he kept him there in Ayodhya. So he should not leave Ayodhya because he was a mantra Tarshta Rishi. He was not attached to anything. And he can, uh, if one has a samanda with Bhagwan, then he can perform Yagya properly. So Shringirishi, his father, he performed such nice aradhana. And he offered him as a Rishi Rishi Bhagwan. And Bhagwan was very happy with him. Because he was surrendered. So just by sitting in the yagya will not do. You'll have to control your mind, control your senses, offer them. Then you can do, then you can take part in this yagya. Or else, only showing that you're doing, doing will not do. So therefore, in Treta Yuga, through worship Yagyesha Sri Hari and uh, your Siksha to everyone, Bhagavan himself appeared. And Bhagavan, he went from forest to forest. He was wandering for 14 years there in the forest. And Ravan, Kumbhakarna, so many Rakshasas, he defeated. And first of all, Vishramatta, where did he take him? I take him to the forest. He said, oh, this stone is here since many days now. So touch this uh, stone with your feet. Then Ram said, Alright. Then touch the feet, the stone with his feet, and then a very beautiful lady appeared from there, a Brahmani. And she started praying. And he said, Oh, Gurudev, what happened? And he said, Vishwamitra, that she is Gautamrishi's wife, Ahilya. Now she is free from this curse. Vishwamitra took Ram to many ashrams. In Valmiki Ramayana, Adhyapik Ramayana, Tulsi Das, he has described all these things, Ramchit Manas. Where Ram, he went to different places. Where Ram, he'd go to any ashram, then Agastarishi would ask him. He said, oh, you have so many tigers, deer, they're all embracing each other, kissing each other. How is this possible, Nagas? He asked Agastarishi. They don't uh, hate each other. 
would say, and I'm saying there's like huge piles of bones, Brahmin threads. And Agastrishi said, all these Rishi Marshis, they're thinking, oh, we'll protect our own selves, thinking there's no need for our own guardian. They're not uh, surrendered. Like we see these days, Guruji would say, they shave their heads and uh, they keep a shiga, they put tilakmala and they say, all right, let me keep a nice temple for myself. And then uh, they try keeping a nice temple for their own selves. And then they say, oh, I am this, I am that. I am like Kazi now. I'll see. Then Karandushan, they came and they attacked their ashrams and their temples and they defeated them easily. Therefore, Agastya Rishi is saying that oh, no one survived because they did not stay under Anugatya, didn't stay in the ashram with me. Because if one comes to the ashram, they'll have to follow all rules and regulations. Because if they're outside the ashram, then they'll, they can no longer be independent, then they have to then. One, if one is inside the temple, then he'll have to follow some rules and regulations. So then they were very uh, independent outside. Uh, then, so said, therefore, you see, they've all been destroyed now. So then Ram, he said, then Agasarishi looked at Ram and he brought like so many ornaments, crowns. And he said, Oh Ram, this is a gift for you, offering for you. He said, I'm Shatriya, how can I take this gift from the sadhus? I haven't come for these golden jewels, I've come for your darshan. And Vishnamitra was also with him. Then he said, That this wealth is not mine. When I was uh, visiting one ashram after another, then I reached one ashram. There were many nice trees, there fruits, flowers. So I went inside the ashram. Then I saw there was not even a mosquito there, one fly, and it was so nice this ashram, but there was no one there. No Rishi Maharshi also. And the fruits would be falling to the ground, but even birds would not come in. So I was thinking, what is wrong? So then I sat there. But I could not meditate in that ashram. I never seen such a place before. So I said, all right, let me stay here. And then right there he saw one. Viman came there, an aeroplane, a very nice aeroplane. One very effulgent person came from that Viman, from that aeroplane. And then, what did he do? He went to the pond. And there he saw, there was a dead body there, covered with cloth, and he brought that dead body, and he started uh, eating that body. And then he washed his hands and mouth, and then he went again sat in the airplane and he left. So Ram was very surprised, then what is he doing? He's very effulgent, but just see how he's acting like a demon, eating that body. Then again the same day, next day again he did the same thing. Sagastrishi so said, I went there. And then when he was, I caught his hand. Hey, who are you? Why are you eating this dead body? You look like a devata, but you are eating like this dead body like a demon. Every day he would eat and then cover that body with cloth again. And again he would come and eat that body again every day. 
I said, what are you doing? How many years? He said, I've been eating this body since uh, I came to this ashram. Came to do bhajan tapasya. I didn't let anyone enter this ashram. If any anyone come for food, then I'd send that person away. If I'd see any fly insect, I'd kill that insect or fly. If any bird would come, I'd chase that bird away. So I made a view, nice ashram, but I didn't feed anyone. And when I died, I went to Swarga. I went to Brispati and I said, Oh, Brispati Guruji, I've come to Swarga. Now I'm very hungry now. And they said, Oh, here, there's no food here. In Swarga, you say, there's no one eats food there. They only drink nectar in heaven. And wherever Yaga is performed there, you see, my mantras, one feeds himself. He said, No, I'm not, I'm still very hungry. So give me some food. So there's no food here. What should I eat? I'm dying. And he said, You look after this body. Then the person that whom you have left, that body, then go feed on your own body. Because you fed your body your whole life. And now uh, you didn't care for others. You didn't give even little. So now you go eat your own body now. So every day he'd come and eat his body and he'd feed his, his stomach be full by eating his own body. So one day he asked, oh, Guruji, how can I be delivered? How can I be free from this curse? Because if my hunger should go away, so how can I be free from this? Then, you see, one will eat so many ice cream, uh, bricks of ice cream, he'll hide these bricks of ice cream in his room. And sometimes if you see, oh, there's Ras Malai Rabdi, then whole night he'll be eating, he'll be taking out of the fridge, he'll be eating it the whole night. And then they say, just to uh, feed his stomach. Then you see what will be the result? He'll have to eat his own body then. Because looking after your body the whole time. Eat your own body. Then Brihaspati, his guru said, you haven't given anything in charity. So now you have made your body, have you at least uh, given something in charity? At least a little have you given in charity, never. He's saying, what will you do now? Now if anyone comes to your ashram, then you can give some charity. Then you'll be delivered. Immediately you'll be delivered and their corpse will go away. Sagasrishi, so, when he came there to the ashram, and he caught hold of Agastarishi's hands and he started weeping, oh no, what is to accept something from me? Then he took his crown, he took his golden jewels, ornaments, whatever he had, he gave it to Agastarishi, saying, oh, kindly accept these gifts. He said, oh no, being a sadhu, how can I accept all these things from you? I don't need all these things. He said, oh, kindly deliver me, he prayed so much. Then Agastarishi, he accepted them and then immediately the body disappeared. And he also became liberated and he went to Vaikuntha. And that wealth was just lying there and that wealth was given to Ramchandra. He said, oh, he was your ancestor, this person. So you take these things that he has given. Because Sadhurishi will not give gold, jewels and all these things. Someone gives something in charity and then Sadhu is keeping it with himself, then what will happen? Then Kali Maharaj will come with all his disciples. And he will, whatever money you have collected from others, he will bind you and take all that money away. 
and they're all dance taking all their money from. Therefore, all these temples where you're holding all these things that others have given will be destroyed. Because Kalil start dancing there. Because you store everything, then you'll use everything for around enjoyment. You came to do Hari Bhajan. Why you have come to collect all these things, collect money and all these things? So Nagasrishi gave everything to Ram. And he said, Ram said, when I return, then I'll take this from you. Now you keep it with you. This is enough now that you've accepted this. Then immediately he disappeared. Nothing else remained. So sadhus, they came to do bhajan, not for these mundane things. Or else they're calling Kal. Kal will appear. He made a channel. And the channel, you see your snakes, your crocodiles, they all appeared in this channel of water. And they've, and what did they do? These, uh, he made a pipe from the channel. So that this water comes inside the horse, inside the house. And then you see these crocodile snakes, they entered inside the house also. So, so you left this world, everything behind. And why are you again trying to collect money and all these things again from this world? Why are you doing all these things? Why did you left, leave the world behind in the first place? You can go back. You should have faith in Bhagwan. Why you are depending on others for money and all these things? So then Agastya Rishi, whatever he said. And Vishwamitra and all the Rishi Marshes. And they all start trembling. And they said, oh, Ramchandra is start smiling. If the Rishis don't have this Gyan, then they don't have this proper Acharan. Then they are like dead bodies. Therefore, on that time, all these many such Puranic histories. So, one cannot accept the discipline of Guru, then how is he disciple then? Oh, Guru, should worship me, do my arti, glorify me, any Sadhguru. Then all of us will say, Oh, Sadguru Bhagwan ki jai. And then we'll accept Guru as Bhagwan. Because Bhagwan, he looks after us. Similarly, Guru will also look after us. But, but who will he look after? His body. Will his soul be benefited? Are you getting this Atma Gyan? He realizes your sorrow. Where are you? Therefore, every letter of the Ramayana, Guruji would explain. He said, if you haven't read the Ramayana, you cannot enter into this Bhajan Rajya. Then you will go into this Bhajan Rajya. He said, oh, there's a nice feast there. Let me go there. And let me go eat there nicely. I'll get nice Dakshina there. You're collecting the sins there. There is it in there, oh, Sadhu Seva. And this uh, Maya you will receive there. And you go there. And if you don't read the Ramayan, then how will you know what is Mariyada, what is rules, regulations? You will not realize any of this. Therefore, Ramchandra is Bhagavan's Paravastavata. Ram Narsingha Narayan. 
very exalted avatars. You should worship these three personalities. If you don't worship Narsingha, then who will worship? If you don't worship Ram, then you won't get any gyan. If you don't worship Narayan, then you'll have no asthita, no existence. So therefore, Guruji, 15 days before this Ram Naomi, he'd explain, and then afterwards as well. You may go preaching everywhere. Let's speak on Ram Katha. Because as long as you not heard Ram Katha, then you'll not have any backbone. And you cannot even sit straight without a backbone. Then how will you have? You'll not be competent. Just by you'll have to be strong from within. Then you can do Krishna Bhajan. So for today we're praying to Chaturya, Ram Lakshan Bharat Chaturgna. Then you see the four brothers. They have this rule. Lakshman always serve Bharat, Shatrugna, or they serve Ram in each other. How they are all under the Anugatya of Ram. And Ram, how he himself would follow Dharma. So try to follow all these vichars very nicely. Then you should pray there to Sri Ram. Or else you cannot do so. So we'll stop now. Listen tomorrow. Ooh.